Amen. Amen. John chapter 3 tonight, if you got your Bibles. Amen. John chapter 3. Brother Gary, I appreciate you. Thank you for the opportunity, brother, to be here tonight. And uh, I'm thankful to the Lord that I'm able to be here tonight. Amen. I could have been in a lot of other places tonight, but I want to thank the Lord for being here. I want to thank Gospel Lighthouse for coming and supporting me tonight. Worship for over two years or right at two years with these fine folks. Amen. And they got a special place in my heart tonight. Amen. We've had some good times together. Amen. We've laughed. We've cried together. Amen. We've rejoiced in the Lord. Amen. But I'm glad to be here tonight. Amen. It's good to see Ray and Renetta Mac, uh, Robinette with us. She was a McMurray or her maiden name. But we ran into them at the restaurant this, this evening and they said they was going to come. I'm glad you're here. It's good to see you. Amen. Avita Minia Bean at her table. Amen. She has showed the love. She showed love to me. Amen. When I was just a small child, she showed love to me. Had one of the godliest mamas I ever seen in my life. Bed fast, spent over 30 years in a bed, couldn't hardly move, only moved one arm as far as I know. But I tell you what, every time I went by there and seen her, she never one time frowned. She always had a smile on her face and she was always eager to tell me about Jesus, huh? She was always eager to tell me about the love of God. Hey, and I'll never forget that tonight. Hey, I'm glad to be here tonight. John chapter 3, if you got your Bibles. We're going to look into the Word of God tonight. If you will, stand to your feet. Let's reverence God's Word. Amen. You don't have to stand to reverence God's Word, but it's good to. If you, if you had to stand, you couldn't get blessed in the car. Amen. Yeah, praise the Lord. But I'm glad that it's good to stand and reverence God's Holy Word. Amen. God gave me this message a few months ago, and... And I preached this thought at a church and it just seems like God just kept dealing with me, dealing with me. And when Brother Gary gave me the appointment, instantly God just dropped this right back in my heart tonight. But we want to preach just a simple thought tonight. But let's look in the Word of God, chapter 3 and verse 1. And the Bible says this, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, amen. And it says, And the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him, amen. And look what Jesus said in verse 3. He, and it said, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man uh, be born again, huh? He said he cannot say, See the kingdom of God. Drop to verse 16 tonight. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, huh? That whosoever should believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. One more verse. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn it, but that the world through him might be saved. Amen. You can be seated. Father God, tonight... Dear God, I stand before you, Lord, just flesh and bone, dear God, and in myself, Lord. My own abilities, dear God, will not even got me up this morning. But dear God, I know that my hand is in the hand of one that, that when you answered and when you called this morning, my body got up this morning, Lord, and, and my, my life is in your hands, dear God, and I can do nothing without you. Lord, without you, I'm nothing. But Father God, if you would just speak through me, Lord, for a little while, Lord, I yield myself to you, Lord. 
Lord, I want to commit myself to you right now, dear God, as a mouthpiece for Christ. Dear God, that you would just speak through me, dear God, that I may be a help to these people tonight. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, I already feel the good presence of the Lord, don't you? Huh? Now, my preaching may not be what you're used to tonight, huh? but I am what I am by the grace of God tonight. But I want you to know tonight we read here about a story. It's the account of Jesus and a man named Nicodemus. Huh? We're going to look into Nicodemus's life and I'm going to take you down a little road tonight and I'm going to show you what Jesus can do tonight. Amen. For just a few minutes, if I could, I want to preach on just a simple thought. Jesus makes the difference. Uh, Jesus, hey, Jesus makes the difference tonight, don't he? Uh, the first thing I see here in John chapter 3, uh, the, the apostle uh, records this and it says, and there was a man of the Pharisees, amen. That tells me who he is tonight. Who was the Pharisees? Well, you go back and you study who the Pharisees was and, and it was a Jewish sect of people made up of about 6,000 men. Huh? Back in Jesus' day. I begin to read, Brother Gary, and I begin to study on the Pharisees and what they were. And they, they were a religious group, if you will, huh? Uh, made up maybe of a, a social group or, or, or a, a political group, if you will. And, and, and what was their job? What did they do? Well, back then under the law of Moses, there's over 600 of them. Huh? They found out that it was hard for their people to keep the law. So the Pharisees came in and they said, what we're going to do is, is we're going to put a thing in place to help you keep the law. Uh, but what happened was pretty soon uh, the, the Pharisees began to, uh, to, to begin to dwell and, and, and meditate so much on the law that they made the outside look right, but they were not right on the inside. Uh, the Pharisees, they, they didn't believe in anything supernatural. Uh, but I read over in Luke chapter 1 where uh, the Bible says that there was a virgin woman found favor in the eyes of the Lord and, and it said that the Holy Ghost came upon her and, and she conceived a child. Uh, I see ever since Jesus made his face upon this earth, everything he does is supernatural tonight. Uh, the Pharisees didn't believe in anything supernatural. Uh, they had their faith in the law. But what they didn't realize was Jesus was walking with them in these days. Uh, let me show you something. You study this out. The word Nicodemus by name is only mentioned three times in the word of God. You see it in John chapter 3, chapter 7, and chapter 19. It's the only three places that the Nicodemus is mentioned. Uh, but I began to study that and I began to look and I was over at the Eastman one day, Brother Gary, and I began to read and I began to study this sitting over at 317, uh, loading up a trailer and the Holy Ghost began to move in me and he said, what you need to do is you need to study what Pharisee is. Uh, I went back in the Word of God and I began to look and study, pulled up my strongs. Um, junior, I got to looking over there and listen, uh, the word Pharisees is mentioned 87 times in the Word of God. Huh? Jesus said, go over there and start reading. Well, I went over to Matthew chapter 3. It's the first place in the King James where the word Pharisees are mentioned. And we see them there in John chapter 3. And that's word that John the Baptist came out of the wilderness preaching. Huh? Jesus spoke to me, Brother Todd, and he said, although Nicodemus is not mentioned by name, he is mentioned by association tonight because of the Pharisee. Huh? Let me tell you something tonight. You may not think that the people that you're running with makes a difference, but it makes a difference who you run with. 
Uh, it makes a difference who your friends is because although that you may not be doing everything they do to the world, you're associated with them tonight. Uh, I want to show you tonight that Jesus can make a difference in your life. Huh? You look over there in the Gospels, huh? And you begin to see all the miracles and the things that Jesus did. And everywhere you go over there, Brother Mark, and you read about those things, uh, everywhere you see that, you see the old Pharisees poking their head around the corner. Huh? Everywhere they went, everywhere Jesus went, there was that group of Pharisees. Huh? They was trying to prove him wrong. Huh? One, one scripture right there said that they even tried to trick him in his words. Huh? They were trying to, to make him not what he was. Huh? But what they didn't know was he was. Huh? He was the law tonight. Hey, he didn't come to do away with it, but he came to fulfill it tonight. Huh? Jesus began to make a difference in Nicodemus' life right here. And you say, well, how do you see that? Well, you flip on through your Bible and you keep reading the Gospels parallel each other. Huh? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they all pretty much tell the same story. Some of them's a little different here and there. Some of them maybe give it a little bit of a different account. huh? And they might tell it just a little bit different, but you, but you go over there in Matthew and you begin to read and you begin to study and see all the miracles that Jesus did. Yeah. Uh, there was that religious group, Bo. Uh, there that religious group was trying to prove him wrong. Uh, they had their faith in the law but here come Jesus doing all these miracles and they just couldn't understand how that he was doing that uh, uh, hallelujah you flip on over through there Matthew chapter 3 is the first mention of the Pharisees Matthew 8 we see Jesus is casting out the demons over there in Gadara uh, right before that he steals the water huh you say, well, how was the Pharisees there? Well, let me, let me say it like this. It is possible for it to rain here and not across the road. But when I read that about Jesus calming the waves, I thought the, here was the Pharisees maybe looking at Jesus as he went out as far as he could go. And maybe the storms of life was raging, huh? The great storm came. But then all of a sudden it just stopped. Huh? And I can't help but think that the Pharisees, maybe uh, Ravonda begin to talk one another. Maybe it was Jesus that did this. Uh, maybe it was just Jesus that did this. Huh? I see that Jesus was already making a difference in Nicodemus' life and some of the other Pharisees. I'll show you that here in just a minute. I like to have me a spell when I run across one verse of Scripture. Huh? There he was. The storm was raging. Uh, you read the account there. Jesus said, peace be still. Uh, and they said, what manner of man is this? Huh? What manner of man is this that the wind and the sea obey his voice? Uh, Jesus was making a difference, wasn't he? Uh, Jesus can make a difference in your life tonight too. Uh, Matthew chapter 9, we see Jesus returning to Capernaum and he heals the Paul's man. Uh, you look over there in the chapters before it and after it, there's them Pharisees again. Uh, you say, why do you think Nicodemus was there? Well, in John 3, it said there was a man of the Pharisees. And then the last part of that, Greg, it says, a ruler of the Jews, which tells me that he was an elected official. He was somebody. Yeah. Huh? He was a leader of the Pharisees. Huh? I can't help but think that when that mob would come around there, you'd see Nicodemus right up front. Huh? 
right up front watching everything that he did. And you begin to see Jesus touch and heal all these people. The blind man, the Paul's man, everything that Jesus did. And see Nicodemus looking. I can't help but to think that maybe they begin to talk to one another. Huh? Jesus was making a difference, wasn't he? Huh? Jesus was making a difference. Amen. You get over in, in, in chapter, that's chapter 9. You get over in chapter 14 and we see here that Jesus, he was fed the 5,000. Huh? I like that story, don't you? Luke, they something jumped out at me there. You read the chapter after that, there's them Pharisees again. Huh? Watching Jesus. I can't help but to think that Greg, maybe they're looking at one another. Let's say, let's see how he works this one out. Huh? Thank God there was a young lad, huh? That his mama packed his lunch that day and sent him out with five barley loaves and two fishes. Huh? You know what amazes me about that story? Huh? That all them grown-ups and that young boy's the only one thought enough of himself to bring him something to eat. Huh? Uh, five loaves and two fishes. Uh, he's going to have him a fish fry, wasn't he? Uh, what Jesus say? The, fire, uh, the disciples came to him and they said, Lord, we have no meat. He told them, he said, send them out that they may go buy meat. Jesus said, no. What have you got? He said, we ain't got but five loaves and two fishes. He said, bring them to me. Huh? There's them Pharisees. Uh, there's them Pharisees. Let's see how he's going to work this out. There's 5,000 of them besides women and children. Uh, I don't know what the ratio of women and children was. But there was more than 5,000. We know that according to the scripture. Uh, but I like what Jesus did. Making a difference. He took the five loaves, Ray, and he took the two fishes. And the Bible says that he looked up to heaven and he blessed and he broke. Huh? But let's look what he says right there in chapter 14. What did he say? Huh? He's, the Bible said that he, after he broke, he gave the disciples the bread and the disciples to the multitude. Huh? I got to reading that, Aaron, and I said, where did the fish go? Where did the fish go? He didn't say anything else about the fish. The Spirit of God said, you need to study what bread is. Huh? He's, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Huh? He said, you need to know what fish is. I went again, began to go over and study that. Fish means saving grace is what it's symbolic to. And the Holy Ghost spoke to me, Bo, and he said, you may be able to give the bread of life, but I'm the only one that can give saving grace. Uh, he said, I'm the only one that can give saving grace. Uh, praise the Lord. Uh, chapter 14, we see the feeding of the 5,000. In chapter 15, uh, Jesus has had enough. Uh, he's had enough and he rebukes them. Huh? Puts them in their place. And that brings us to Luke. Chapter 13 and verse 31. And when I read this first, Todd, man, there was a jolt of energy come through me because when I got over there in John chapter 3 and it says, we know that thou art a teacher. I said, who's he talking about? He must have a mouse in his pocket. Huh? And I thought, Lord Jesus, what's he talking about? God landed me right here. We read this story. Jesus is on his way back to Jerusalem. Uh, Brother Gary, and he's teaching on his way there. Huh, and you get down there at verse 31. 
And this is what the Bible says. And it says, the same day there came certain of the Pharisees. Huh? Ravonda, I got to looking at that and I thought, well, from what I gathered, there's about 6,000 of them all together. Now that word certain could have meant two or it could have meant 5,000. I don't know. But all I know is this. It said certain of the Pharisees. Huh? Plural, that means more than one. But look what they said. They said, they said unto him, Get thee out and depart hence, for Herod will kill thee. I got to reading that and I said, Surely to God, somewhere between Matthew chapter 3 and Luke 13, 31, Jesus had made a difference in their life. Huh? I see right here that they're no longer looking to see if he can't do it. Uh, but right now I see over here in Luke chapter 13 and verse 31 that they're warning him you better go because Herod's going to kill you. Uh, and that brings me right back to our text tonight in John chapter 3. I want to show you something. The first time I read that, I read it like this. There was a man of the Pharisees. But I want to read it to you just a little different this time. I want to read it to you like this. There was a man of the Pharisees. Uh, you're not getting it tonight. I said there was. There was a man. I don't know about you, but where I come from, that means he ain't no more. Uh, he ain't no Pharisee no more. Why? Because somewhere along the lines, Jesus made a difference. Uh, somewhere along the lines, he made a difference. Uh, uh, and then we get down there and it says the same came to Jesus by night. Hey, hey, what's that mean? It says he went to him by night. Brother Earl, I got to looking at that. And the first thing that I saw was that he went to Jesus. First thing I want to tell you tonight, if Jesus is ever going to make a difference in your life, you're going to have to go to him. The only way Jesus will ever make a difference in your life is if you go to him. Huh? I got to reading that. Came to Jesus by night, Gary. Now in the natural sense, that means he went after the sun went down. Like right now, it's dark. Huh? Now the theologians say that he went to Jesus by night because he feared his own people. Huh? That's, I don't know. But I know this. You look into the word of God, what the word night means, and it don't mean after dark. Huh? It don't mean after dark. Job 35, night is depicted as adversity. Huh? It's depicted as adversity in Job 35. Isaiah 8, it means adversity. And Jeremiah 15, the word night means adversity. Huh? What's that? What is that? I wrote something down. Adversity is an event or a series of events which oppose success or desires. Listen right here. I love this. It means misfortune, calamity. Distress, Luke. Listen right here. And a state of unhappiness. 
I got to reading that and Jesus said the reason why he came to me by night was not just because the sun went down, but he came to me because he was in despair and he was unhappy. Jesus was making a difference, wasn't he? Uh, Jesus made a difference in Nicodemus' life when he went to him. Huh? It also means disappointment and despair according to Isaiah 21. And spiritual blindness is depicted by uh, night coming upon the false prophet in Micah 3. Huh? Nicodemus was blind, wasn't he? Huh? He was walking around in the dark. Uh, it was nighttime everywhere he went and he didn't even realize it. Uh, Jesus had made a difference in Nicodemus' life. First thing I see was he came to him. Huh? The f- first thing really was he realized that he needed Jesus. Huh? And, and if I could, if, in, in my Bible, if I didn't feel bad about it, I would write between verses 1 and verses 2 that he realized that he needed Jesus. Because verse 1 tells us who he is and verse 2 tells us what he did. But before he started running, he realized. Huh? Before he went, he realized that he needed Jesus, didn't he? Huh? Number 2, he came to him. But number 3, I want to show you that he believed him. That Jesus was who he said he was. Because in verse 2, he says, And the same came to Jesus by night. And said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher. Now who is that? That's the same Pharisees that I just read to you over in Luke 13, 31. That certain of the Pharisees, I see them right here before Jesus. And I believe Nicodemus was maybe their spokesperson. He said, Lord, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. He said, for no man can do these things that thou doest except God be with him. Huh? I believe Jesus made a difference, didn't he? Brother, I believe Jesus made a difference in Nicodemus' life, didn't he? Huh? But I'm glad it didn't stop there. Over in John chapter 7. Chapter 7 and verse 45, the Bible reads this in chapter, in chapter 7, verse 45, and I'm almost done. The Bible says, Then came the officers of the chief priests and Pharisees, and they said unto him, Why have you not brought him? They was wanting him dead. He was messing up their agenda. Huh? They... Jesus was messing up their plans. They were happy where they were. But Jesus, ever since he's come on the scene, he's just messed all sorts of things up through the world, ain't he? Huh? But he's the best thing ever happened to me. Huh? But look right here, and it says, Then came the officers and the chief priests and the Pharisees, and they said unto them, Why have you not brought him? Now listen to me. Verse 46, it says, But the officer answered, Never a man spake like this man. Never a man. Luke, there's never been a man talk like Jesus. Every word come out of his mouth was love, wasn't it? Even when he was over there rebuking them Pharisees and scribes, he spoke to them in love, didn't he? 
Love come right out of his mouth. Listen, never a man spake like this man. I believe Jesus had made a difference, Todd. Huh? He had them. He, he had them thinking, didn't he? Listen right here, verse 47. Then answered them the Pharisees, Are ye also deceived? Listen, I like this. Verse 48, it says, Have any of the rulers or of the Pharisees believed on him? Did you catch that? He said, Any of them Pharisees believed on him? I believe old Nicodemus was a chomping at the bits. Huh? I believe old Nicodemus was chomping at the bit. Let's get down to what Nicodemus said. Verse 48, and it says, have, have any of the rulers of the Pharisees believed on him? Verse 49, but this people, but, he, but this people who knoweth not the law are cursed. Verse 50, and Nicodemus, <laughs> uh, he couldn't be quiet no longer. Uh, I believe he sat there and he was chomping at the bit. Uh, but Nicodemus said unto them, then it said, he that came to Jesus by night being one of them. Verse 51, this is what Nicodemus said. He said, Doeth our law judge any man before it hear him and know what he doth? Now picture this. The same man that was over there trying to denounce everything that he did, trying to prove him wrong, trying to trick him in his words, Huh? That over in John chapter 3 says, We know that you are who you said you are. Huh? Now we see him standing before his own people. And he was put in a place where he had to either announce it or denounce it. But I like what he said. He said, Doth our law judge any man before it hear him and know what he doth? They answered and said unto him, Art thou also of Galilee? Search and look, for out of Galilee ariseth no prophet. Hmm? I see right here Nicodemus defended him. Nicodemus defended the very name of Jesus. Now go to chapter 19 and I'm done. John chapter 19 and verse 38. And I'm done right here. The Bible says, And after this, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, besought Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus. And Pilate gave him leave. He came therefore and took the body of Jesus. And look at the next verse. And there came also Nicodemus. <laughs> but now listen at the last there it says, which at first. <laughs> which at first came to Jesus by night. <laughs> and it says, and brought a mixture of mirth and aloes about a hundred pounds weight. <laughs> Preparation day for the Jews. I see here that Nicodemus 
From John chapter 3, followed Jesus the rest of his day, plumb to the grave. Huh? And right here I see that Nicodemus honored him by giving him a proper burial. Huh? The same one, Melinda, that was over there looking to see how he could disprove him. Huh? Jesus made a difference in his life. And let me tell you something today in my closing. If you're here today and you need Jesus to make a difference in your life, he can. But first of all, you need to understand this. Before Jesus can ever make a difference in your life, you need to understand that he's the only one that can. Huh? You need to realize that you need him. Huh? The second thing is, is once you realize that, you need to come to him. Huh? And the last thing is, you need to believe that he can do what he says he'll do. Every head bowed, every eye closed. I'm done. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this day. Lord, I've done my very best to preach your word, Lord. And you said that it would not return unto you void. So, Lord God, we pray, dear God, that you touch the hearts of the people. Lord, right now, as the pianist comes to the piano, Lord, we pray, Father, that you just move in a mighty way. Lord, you don't send messages like this for no reason. Lord, I feel like somebody here needs something from you. And Lord God, I ask you right now, in that name that's above every name, Lord, that you just reach down and touch. Take this message and multiply it in Jesus' name. Amen.